I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Strap season. We're back. Episode 51. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And make sure you check us out on all the streaming platforms, please. Spotify, Instagram. Uh, yeah, on our Instagram there's a bio. Obviously, the link to the bio that has all the links basically to where we are on the platforms, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Please make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a review, and yeah, keep rocking with us. But yeah, ep episode 51, bro. Um, there's a lot to unpack on this one. And I mean it, there's a, there's a lot to discuss. A lot of action has been over the weekend. Let's get into it. I don't even want to ask how you are. You know, we, 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 we <laughs> yeah, let's, get, let's get right into it, bro. Let's, let's get straight into it. Home team, uh, matchroom fight camp, part three, the final fight camp. Headlined by Joshua Boatsi. On the card was trash. So I ain't trying to talk about the undercard. <laughs> Let's go straight to the main event. Unless you, unless those people on the card are no, you are. But um, for me, I mean, yeah, it wasn't really, it wasn't really all that personally. Yeah, um, there were some good results from the people on the undercard, Zelfa Barrett, McKinson. But yeah. let's get to the main event. Um, I want to talk straight about <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what we're here for. Um, straight into the main event, Joshua Boatsi versus um, Bolotniks. Um, what's his first? Is it Richie Bolotniks? I think it might be Richard. Richards or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Rickard. Yeah, it's Rickard. Rickard Bolotniks. Um, yeah, man. We said last week that um, he shouldn't pose too much problems for Boatsi. Good fighter, but not the step up that we wanted. I think it's safe to say that we were pleasantly surprised, right, bro? Um, that was a pretty enjoyable fight, and we've been asking for Boatsy to be tested. We didn't think Black, um, we didn't think Bolotnik to be the guy to test him, but it, it turned out that he was. He gave Boatsy a real, real good test in there, and we're happy to. I'm happy to say that Boatsy was able to rise to the challenge and pass that test. But boy, did he did he, did he have to work in there? Um, yeah. should, we, let's, should we take it? Take it, you know, round by round, I guess, or you know, from break it down, kind of. Um, yeah. From what from, from what I saw, I, I saw I saw Boatsy being on top. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, having the edge in speed, power, and boxing ability, but I expected Bolotniks to be kind of foodish in there, kind of mm -hmm. easy, and you know, once he gets tagged by a couple of big combos. He'll, he won't want to know anymore. Kind of like the Dos Santos guy who Boatsy fought last week. As soon as Boatsy stuck it on him, that guy sort of <laughs> wanted. And I sort yeah. of expected the same for Bolotniks. But this guy was really game. He, didn't, he did not come to light. He, he didn't come to pick up a check. Yeah. Obviously, we know Bolotniks is on, he's on a bit on the winning streak. He have, I don't think he's lost since 2017. I think 2017, his last loss. Yeah. Won the golden contract. He's been doing very, very well. Winning streak. And you could see it's a fighter full of confidence because, yeah, my man came in with a game plan, I guess. And he came in with balls. 
and that's what you can ask for, I guess. You know, you don't want to you 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 we've been asking for a bright to be tested and we want it to be competitive. So yeah, I noticed first off that Blontniks was looking to engage Bawati in there, which yeah. was surprising to me, um, given the fact that we know Bawati carries a lot of power. And in those engages that they had, there were times when Blotniks was able to time Bawati really well, especially with the right hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bawati was a bit sloppy with his head movement and just his defense because Bolognics was able to, in their little exchanges that they had, Bolognics was really able to time Bwati with his right hand and find the mark. And I think I was saying to you that it's really fortunate that Bwati, that Bolognics doesn't have any power because yeah. he's been caught flush. Bwati's been caught flush a couple of times and obviously these are scoring shots, but if it's against a guy that has power, he could seriously be in trouble there. Um, so yeah, but Bolognics definitely did definitely surprise me, and I was impressed with his performance. He showed the heart of a lion. I mean, I think his moniker is the lion. I can see, I can see, you know, I can see why he definitely does have a bit of a lion heart. Um, t- in terms of what Bratzi was bringing, uh, he worked behind a jab, which was good. Virgil Hunter, obviously, second time fighting with him, so yeah, we know we'll see sort of a prominent jab, and I was liking, I guess, the jab work from Bratzi in there. Um, and obviously it's come to the sixth round, I think it was. And Boatsy's finally gotten Bolotnik's hurt. And obviously, no, I think he's dropped him for the first time. Was it? I think it was, a, yeah, it definitely was the sixth. Yeah. Yeah, he's dropped him in the sixth. And... What shot was it? What shot was it? Um, yeah, dropped him again. Um, um, was it left hook? Was, was it the hook or the uppercut? I can't remember. I think it was a, 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 a left hook that um, Bolotniks didn't see. I think Bolotniks was trying to get off his shot and White's mm. caught with a left hook and spun his jaw. Yeah. Um, uh, dropped him. And I think what we've then been like, okay, cool. Even the commentator was like, all right, watch him work now. Because obviously we know Boatsy, when he gets his opponent hurt, my man is spiteful as hell and he's a finisher in there. And he's gone and jumped on Polotnik straight away and thrown a barrage of punches to get him out of there. And for the first time, we've seen the Joshua Boatsy barrage fail in the sense that he's attacked him, Mm. emptied the tank and Polotnik's managed to survive the round. And as soon as he survived the round, I've gone crap. He might have, he might, he might punch himself out, you know, straight away. You know, let's give credit to Bolotnik. He didn't just survive the round. He landed, he still landed, he came back yeah, strong in that round. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. ended he the round strong. Yeah. He, he, he landed his own shots. And yeah, super impressive. Like he, he, he impressed me big time because, mm. like you say, we thought, damn, he's, I was very surprised he survived the round. And because, like you Obviously, say, we're, you, we're used to seeing what, we know what Boatsy does, isn't it? We're yeah, I thought it was a rap. <laughs> I thought it was a rap once he had it yeah, down. Man. I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a rap here. But punched himself out and Blotniks came back in that round. And in the next round, he won that round. Easily. The next round, he came back. He's, and Boatsy looked tired. He and we, yeah, yeah so just, the caveat is we know why he won the round. Boatsy yeah. punched himself out. We, yeah, he was taking a round off. We thought um, he's, he's just to get his win back. Yeah. Um, 
Actually, was it even that round or the next round? Because no, he still looked tight. Do yeah, I no, tight no. As... Two, so the, 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 <laughs> two yeah, rounds the, in the row, seventh round tired. and the eighth round. Basically, obviously, but yeah. So obviously, because obviously he's he's gassed himself and thrown all those punches and punched himself out. He took the seventh seventh round off, which I knew he would do because obviously, you know, mm. recover. But the eighth round as well, the wind hadn't come back. Yeah, you, and stuck it on him, and stuck, stuck it on again. And f- it was from that seventh round, after go almost being knocked out and surviving, and then win that seventh round. Bolotnik's aura completely changed. It, mm. it gave him a renewed vigor, like he was a changed, changed fighter in there. And this guy then started throwing punches constantly, as in constant, constant barrage of punches. Coming they weren't forward. Re- coming forward. Put pressure, pressure in Bwati, making him fight on the back foot. And there were moments in there when I'm thinking to myself, yo, JB is struggling. <laughs> like, he's, mm. he's struggling here because Bolognese is putting him under pressure. He's outworking him as well, outlanded him. Fair enough, the punches, the power wasn't there. We know he's not really a massive puncher, but he's still got Boatsy looking kind of scary in here right now. <laughs> and I think it's gone back to the, obviously the eighth is finished now. He's gone back to the corner now for the ninth. And you can hear Virgil asking him, "Is have you got your win back? And Boatsy said, you know, oh, it's coming, it's coming. So they themselves know that he's knackered and he's, he's breathing heavy, shattered, blah, blah. So... That was, the, I guess, the worrying moment of the fight for me because you can't forget, bro, Boatsy hasn't gone this far before. He's never yeah. gone past the sixth, I believe. This is the seventh. Oh, sixth or seventh. He hasn't gone past... Yeah. yeah. I think, I think, it, might, I think it might be the seventh. But yeah, Boatsy yeah. hasn't gone... Th- th- this is uncharted waters for him. And the worry for me at this point was, because the way it was looking at this point, what if Bolotniks drags this down drags him down into the deep end because we've got Bolotniks who's looking renewed right now, full of energy and Boatsy seems to be fading a little bit, waiting for the second wind, which usually comes for fighters, but sometimes it doesn't come. Sometimes the second wind doesn't come and then you, you could have entered the tank full stop. So at, th- at that point, that was, my mo- that was my worry, my main concern. Um, but thankfully, the second wind did come. I can't remember what round the fight ended. Was it the 11th or was it the 10th? Yeah, it was, it was the 11th. Yeah, so I think it was the 10th. That's when you saw Boatsy then get back to work. The, wind, the second wind came and he, he said to Virgil, yeah, the second wind's here. No, Virgil's gone. I can see the wind's here now. I can see it's here. You ain't got to tell me. I can see the second wind is here already. And Boatsy's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. And he's then got back to work and the punches again have more pop on them. The speed is back. The activity's back. He's working behind it, using the double jab really, really nicely. Virgil kept telling him to shoot the uh, uppercut on the inside. And he started to throw that as well. And that's when I thought to myself, okay, cool. He's lost a couple of rounds, but now he's back to his boxing. I had him ahead of the time anyways. Now we can see, hopefully, a big finish. And I think that then came in the 11th round when... It was more fatigue, I think, that st- that, that got to Bolotniks because he put in a lot of effort in it. Like yeah, he, I think he was still throwing give punches. Give credit to well. Boetzi. Yeah, yeah, give credit to Boetzi. Give credit to both guys because they were yeah. both still invested to the body, you know. Um, yeah. Boetzi was going to the body. Yeah. Bolotniks was doing the same because he knew um, Boetzi was tired. Yeah. Obviously, 
um, Boetti was controlling the fight still with the jab and the body work. He was in control. He wasn't, it wasn't like he was losing rounds that were going back and forth in terms of losing rounds over the course of the fight. He probably lost like two, three rounds. Yeah. Max, especially the, that seventh and the eighth were the main two rounds he lost. Um, but once he got his win back, going to the body, trying to break him down. We know his punch selection's pretty solid. He's always had a good punch selection. He's jabbed, mm-hmm. body work. But the thing is, he was landing shots and Belotniks was taking the shots. That's where the problem was. Belotniks' chin was moving mad. He was yeah. taking shots. And when you're getting tired and someone's taking your best shots... It drains thinking, Yeah. And I was thinking Belotniks could see the end because I don't know how he's not gone down yet. Yeah. He got put down badly in the sixth. But yeah. He's still been there. He's still there, coming forward, still trying to trade. Yeah. So... Um, the not the, the final KO took me by surprise because like Blutniks is seeing the end of this because yeah, his engine is moving mad. Yeah, but I think when you, that final KO, you saw that how tired he was. Yeah, because he expended so much energy. Because he was like, bro, his output was really surprising to me since that sixth round. He was just throwing, and I thought to myself, this this output is crazy. Where's this? Where's this energy suddenly come from? Like you, you look to beat a man, and suddenly you're the one who's applying pressure. And um, but that's what a knockdown, and that's what uh, that's this this look. That's the psychology of fighting, right? You know, you take you, you get dropped, and you want to get that get back and win the rest of the fight. But um, yeah, that eleventh round was weird because like Bolotnik was kind of retreating against the ropes, and the brightest corner with the right hook, and I think he just he just he just dropped, and yeah, he just he, to me it wasn't like he was majorly hurt. I just think he was really shattered. I it was think, a straight right. It wasn't even a hook. I think it was, was a oh, straight yeah, no, right. No, it, was, it was a straight right, yeah. It was a straight yeah. right. Um, court flush, lovely shot. Um, yeah, surprising. Like, I, I, I thought he would survive. And yeah, he just dropped timber, like a, like a sack of potatoes on the canvas. And um, yeah, he, he, he was beat at that point. Um, I think fatigue played a part. And obviously, we know Boatee has got power anyway. So yeah, man, it was an enjoyable fight. And um a tougher scrap than what we expected, for sure, mm. for Boatsy. And it's fire because I kind of, <laughs> I kind of almost feel bad because remember last episode, you asked me the question, you said, oh yeah, is this the, the step up fight you wanted to see for, for Boatsy? I said, no, he's going to kill this guy. <laughs> basically, my, that's basically what I said. I'm, I'm like, my response basically said, yeah, Boatsy's going to finish his brother. But boy, yeah, to well, we did acknowledge that it was a step up. It was a step up. We did say it was a step up, yes, but we didn't think it'd be, it'd be, that much of a step up, which way it looked like, mm. anyways. Which obviously begs the question: post final interview, they're asking what's next for Boatsy, and I'm hearing them say two more fights and then Bivol. One more fight then. Bivol. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> one more fight then Bivol. No, 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 no. it can't happen. Yeah. I'm here to say now on Strap Season Episode Fifty One, it can't happen. You get knocked out. <laughs> Boatsy, no, no, no. If Boatsy fought Bivol, if that Boatsy, if that Boatsy fought Bivol yesterday, yeah, yeah, gets stopped. Bivol stopping him. Bivol, no, I'm sorry. Bivol is stopping him. Um, Clark in his chin, and that's okay. what I'm, and I'm not calling Boatsy. You know how much I rate him. I think he's yeah. one of the best boxers we have. He's not ready. He's not ready. Mm. He's not ready. Yeah. Look how easy he was getting hit. Do you? It's, it's a tough one because we were both saying he needs to move his head more. Um, and I think in that fifth, sixth round, he started to find his rhythm a bit. 
Mm. Um, he was slipping shots. He was he was catching he was catching that over right hand that um, Bullock was throwing. Mm. He was he was catching. Yeah, it yeah, he was, he was. Yeah, he started. Yeah, he started working out. And then I noticed he started doing the um, the cross arm guard as well when he was marching yeah. forward, just to I guess catch shots and then just obviously you know smash him with your own. Yeah, and then that's where the knock knockdown came from. That he started to find. Yeah, those two rounds, and then obviously blew himself out, and then everything was down the drain. So, mm. um, it's it's a weird one because usually when you look at some fighters, we say, "Ah, oh, you look at the Lomachenko's, the Mayweather's, where they take the first three rounds off to download the data," mm. and then these fighters come out quick, and then they end up having to learn <laughs> in those first three rounds that they've taken yeah. a bit of a beating. Yeah, and then then they figure it out. It's, it happens with most fighters; they they figure it out after after a while. So. I don't know. I agree he's not ready. He needs to move his head more. But I don't know if, how much he rated Bolotniks. Yeah, was, I mean, yeah. That's, shock. That's, that's a fair point. He could have been like, oh, I felt the power. Because obviously he, he caught the big shot in the first round, remember? Yeah. Like the big overhand that landed. And obviously he, he postured. It was like, mm, yeah. like, obviously he was like shaking his head kind of thing. But he done that yeah. a few times. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He did it a few times. So he, he, he does yeah. that to be fair, Whitey. He is, even though he's... Um, Obviously, the persona is humble, blah, blah. You could tell when he's in the ring, he, he, he postures his opponent, he gestures. I've seen him beckon guys in and whatever. I've seen him get angry. He's, angry. he's, he, he's, he's actually kind of rude still. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, because even in the, the Santos fight, he was looking sloppy as well at times. He was he was getting caught with shots. Because he, he didn't wait the Santos. Um, I think also Khalid's caught him by surprise. He didn't know too yeah, much yeah. about him. Uh-huh. I think when you're preparing for people, you like Bivol, he knows about Bivol. He can't be under any illusions. Um, he knows what Bivol brings. So yeah. you could say he'll prepare better, he'll fight better in, in those in those fights. Oh, um, he has to. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have to agree to. with you. He, well, so what, do you. Do you think one fight is enough? No, 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 good, no, good, no, good, no, no. Good, 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 um, good. We've said before, we want to see him mix it in domestically. Domestic, yep. 100%. We need to know who the best in Britain is right now. And that should take you to, because we because we rate these other domestic fighters so highly, mm-hmm. you mix them with them, should take you then to the level required. Because yep. two of two of the domestic rivals have fought at world level. Yep. So you fighting with, iron sharpens iron, remember? So More than two. Um, oh yeah, three. Has, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah um, I, I, no, I, Johnson. I forgot about Karen Johnson. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking Yard and Richards, but yeah, back in with, obviously... I've, you got to remember, uh-huh. well, I'm not saying he's ready, but Callum Smith might be moving into that division as well. <laughs> yeah. So he, no, we can, no, we can chuck, no, chuck his name on the hat. A, he is. He, I think he, yeah. Yeah, he is. He definitely is, yeah. yeah. So we could chuck him in the hat in domestically as well. Yeah. He, 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 he wouldn't he, mind he, fighting these guys. I, 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 mm, see, but I don't think he'd be able to fight, only because he will look, try and get a title shot as quick as possible, obviously, because he's, he's a former champion that's coming up. Mm. So I think he might think like, Oh, these guys! These guys—they're kind of like small boys to me, because I've fought at that level at the top, top. I bloody fought mm. Canelo, and I was champion for a while. Why should I now have to bring myself down domestically? But I would, regardless, I'll still want to see him against these men. I just have a feeling that he might act bougie about it and be like, "No, no, give me, give me." The names are all ringing bells. They're not up and coming anymore. These guys yeah. are all like thirty now. <laughs> they're all thirty now. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are young guys. They're yeah, it's true. Big, big men. Um, 
I think Callum Johnson's the oldest, what, 35? He's like, yeah, he's old. He's actually very old. <laughs> yeah, their, their names all ring bells. So um, before you start mixing it with Bivol and Baturbiev, yeah, mix it with you guys, mix it, mix 100%. It in, um, like, like you're saying, don't act bougie. Like, you think, oh, you're, you're, you're after titles and whatnot. Yeah. Just face each other. That's what we want to see. Because I'm seeing, man, you know, rank Boatsy the third best in you. They, they've got like Arthur and Richards ahead of him. So, Mm. I, I, yeah, I want to see Boatsy against these guys, man. It, and it's definitely going to take them to the level required. And there's an argument. The reason why you have Richards and Arthur ahead of Boatsy is because they fought their rivals. Yeah. Arthur's beaten Yards, Richards has beaten uh, Pitters. 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 And <laughs> Richards has fought a world level. And, he, and, he had and, a, yeah. um, and you could arguably yeah. say Yard as well for a world level. So he's yeah. had a high, he's, you know, it's not even, he, he has had a higher level of experience compared to Blacksy. Yeah. And then Lyndon Arthur's obviously taken all, that scalp. All so these men have. Yeah, yeah. It's fair. Obviously, we, we rank Blacksy just on talent a level, obviously talent scale alone. We rank him the best out of all of them. I, th- I think mm. you're the same, yeah, both of us. But in terms of resumes, he's got the worst one. And in terms of right now, he, he, there's, it's hard to argue that he's the best. Um, yeah. I've, I've always said that I think that he will rise to the top when it's all said and done. Yeah, yeah. He'll go down as, as oh, yeah, he was the best. Yeah. But we need to we need to see it. Um, all these guys have fought at a higher level than him. It's yeah. All of them. Yeah. Um, so before he starts thinking of Bivol, I think maybe you and Craig Richards are the same stable. Yeah. Why not make that happen? Uh-huh. Um yeah, I, I don't think there should be any huge quick rush. He's only got, what, 15 fights? Yeah, he's only 15 fights in. And he's only like 20, what, 27, 28. So he's... Yeah. I think he, I think he's probably younger than the rest of them, isn't he? So he's got, yeah. a bit, he's got a bit of time on his side, yeah. One fight is ludicrous, I'm sorry. He's he's nowhere near... He won't be nowhere near ready for Bivol in one fight, let alone Baturbiev. Maybe Joe's... Like I said, I think the weakest out of all the champions is Joe Smith. Mm. Um, he's the weakest by far to me. Bivol and Baturbiev, I think, are just especially Baturbiev. He's a monster, and Bivol is a is a is a, is a nuisance as we see as we've seen before. So, mm. yeah, man, uh, he's he's not ready for them, man, yet. And I don't want him to be rushed and put in too soon. Um, Yard, I understand why he took the fight, but we said it before the fight happened. It's too soon. He's been rushed, and I don't want that sort of thing to happen to Jay. I, I like careers managed properly. And yeah, I just feel like it'd be far too soon for to jump into a fight with Bivol. Yeah. It's not even a case of being rushed as such. It's about having those um, stepping stones in place. Um, mm. The right path. You can't yeah. be fighting soup cans and then jump up at your huge level. I'm not, I'm not saying Bolotniks is a soup can. I'm yeah, just no, saying... No, no, no. I, I fully get what you're saying. Yeah. You, you get the analogy. Like you can't be fighting and then have a huge jump. Like we, even with Craig Richards, we said that's a big that's jump. Huge from big jump. All big jumps, all of them. Yard as well. You can't just be going from ah. Uh, you've got you. Even Callum Johnson. Callum Johnson was a massive jump as well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you you really it's good to put in a correct pathway. I think for all these young, these up and coming fighters, before they get to the world level, for sure. Um. Yeah, it's only on. Especially when the competition is high, maybe understand if the, the division there's no competition in the division, so you can afford to yeah. do that. Like obviously, we saw AJ's progression was quick, but the heavyweight division was full of soup cans. So 
Like, it wasn't really nothing you could do about it. But this division is super competitive and there's good competitors out there. So, yeah, there's no excuse for you to go from that to then fight that world level. Against guys who have, who have been at world level for, for years yeah. with over 300 amateur fights. I'm sure both of them have over 300, but Bivol and Batobi have got a ridiculous amateur pedigree as well. So, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's a bit long. But um, happy for him. He's got the W. I look forward to seeing him again. Another testing fight. More than one testing fight required. Please. Match yeah. him, please. And um, let's give credit you know, to Bolotnik. I was literally going to say hats off to Bolotnik because he surprised the hell out of me. I remember one round, he was getting pieced up and he was going to Buets. He was like, yeah, come. I yeah, couldn't man, believe nah. it. He's, He's like, yeah, come. That that lion nickname is is, is is for real, man. He was he was a lion in there and full of heart. Overmatched, but he didn't make you know he he made it uncomfortable, made it awkward for for Buetzi. Yeah, and yeah. that's what obviously he like I said he hasn't lost for four years. You could see he's a fighter full of confidence, and I'm sure they'll bring him back again. Um, yeah. We'll see. We, we'll always see him another card. Um, he can't take no no shame for him because like yeah, he put in a great performance, and he did what he had to do. So um, yeah, hats off to him for sure. Um, boom. Okay. We're going straight. We're going to America. We're going straight to America, and there's only one place I want to start with because probably the fight of the night. In fact, not probably the fight of the night. Thoroughly enjoyed this one, bro. Virgil Ortiz versus Egid Caviolascus. Um, this fight here, yeah, it's very funny because round one was kind of cagey, right? Both yeah. fighters feeling it. So you know, both fighters took center ring and felt each other out with their jabs. And then from round two, explosion. Pure, pure explosion from round two onwards to the end. Thoroughly enjoyable. What a fight, bro. Um, I, I trust you caught it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. What, what, what are your fortunate? Shout, shout out to Zoe. <laughs> shout out to Zoe. Um, Come on. Boy, what, what a fight. For round three, I was I was capping. <laughs> I was gassed. Round three, I was like, the hell's going Um yeah, what a great fight. Uh, we yeah. know Cavalier Lewis Gass is a tough competitor. We've seen him in action. We've seen him give Terrence Crawford hell, let's be real. He gave him hell. <laughs> I actually went and watched the highlights again for that fight after watching that. And I, I said to myself, he really gave Crawford hell for a couple of rounds, you know? Like, Crawford Bro, was struggling. <laughs> I remember watching it live. I said, Crawford's losing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching it. Round one, two, three, four. Yeah, maybe up to five, five. He Hold was up. getting pieced up. Until Crawford figured them out, it was looking very long for him. And uh, I was even thinking Crawford's making this difficult for himself. But yeah, we know Cavalier Luskas, mean machine. Uh, and then Virgil Ortiz, um, he, nah, he, he's someone we're talking about who's been establishing a path to work his way up. 100%. He's taking those tough competitors. And this was just a brilliant fight. Um, yeah. We saw him trying to use his jab early on. But then, boy, um, second uh, round, like you say. As I said, it took, yeah, round two, that's when it all exploded because... Bro. I feel for Cavaluskas, you know, because he's dropped Ortiz and they oh, got you called call it that You call it that look now? When I first watched it, I thought, I, think, I thought, I swear at the replay, I was like, mm, that's a knockdown. Um, oh, maybe I need to watch it again. I have, to, I have to disagree with you. Oh, um, it went knockdown for you, yeah? I, I, can, I can see why people say it is, but for example, um, the same similar thing happened with um, Crawford and Cavaluskas where Cavaluskas drops Crawford and he was a slip. Knocked down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all the slip. But that one, 
Kevin Lewis landed the punch, landed the punch, landed the punch. And Crawford was trying to Crawford hold him. was trying to grab him. And then, and then he, yeah, yeah. yeah. And as he was going out, he was taking punches as he was going down, but uh-huh. it was all a slip. Uh-huh. This one, Kev, obviously, we know Kevin Luskas buzzes um, yeah. Virgil Ortiz with an uppercut, which he hadn't thrown it that far, right. So he yeah. put him completely off guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uppercut, hurt him. Jumps on him. Virgil Ortiz is, yeah, jumps on him. Virgil Ortiz is wobbling, wobbling. He caught him again. And, no, wait a minute. Ortiz clinched. In the yeah. clinch, he's caught him again. He's caught him a few times. He's a couple, yeah, it's like he, 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 he just threw, he just threw the right. He just loaded him a few times. Loaded up with the right hand. Caught him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, but it's he, the point he, of the knockdown where yeah. he's gone down. It's Kevin Lucas throws a punch, misses, and so does Virgil Ortiz. He throws a punch and he complete wide swings and misses, and then he goes down. Mm. So there was no punch that initiated the knockdown. as such true. What the punch no, has done fair. was. Yeah. Hurt, hurt Virgil Ortiz. Took his away his legs, legs were, basically. Yeah, yeah, his legs, his legs were, were finished. Yeah. So when he threw that punch, he, he had no balance. swung behind him and he yeah, had no yeah, balance yeah. and he went right. down. Okay, yeah, fair point. Yeah. So it wasn't, like the last shot um, Cavillus has threw, completely missed. Yeah. The shots before that was, it was what, a shot, yeah, okay. the damage. Yeah. So by the time Virgil Ortiz threw that wild shot, he was his legs were really finished and he went down. Well, so it's hard to say it's a knockdown because hotly debated people a lot of obviously people say knockdown or knock no knock, knockdown. But the point I think the main point is at this point, we've seen Ortiz get hurt. Uh obviously, uh it's so funny because Crawford's at this point, Crawford's tweeted. See, I told you broke a punch. <laughs> he was, he's talking about Cameron Luskas. He's obviously, yeah, he carries power. Oh, oh, um, we do. <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> you have to tell us. We saw it, bro. How can you say it? Yeah, bro, we see the footage. <laughs> bro, we, don't, we don't see the footages. <laughs> you don't need to tweet us. Oh, we saw it live. Live, bro. 4K, we caught you. <laughs> but yeah. Um, fam, so yeah. Ortiz is in trouble at this point. Huh. Wobbly legged, finished. But he's got that typical Latino warrior mentality of if I'm hurt, cool. I'm now dangerous. Get back, Get back straight away. <laughs> Real life jump out gangs business. Loaded up the wet. <laughs> I said, cool. Get back, gang. And there's like 10 seconds towards the end of it. He's beckoned him in. They're swinging. My man's caught with a body, vicious body shot. Yep. Kavanuskas is now hurt. I said, I said, wait, what? Kavanuskas is now backing up, backing up. Ortiz, back it, Ortiz comes in, starts swinging for the hills. I said, nah, uh, this, 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 this fight's really sick. I can tell. Kavanuskas, obviously, that, that the bell sounds. What a second round. Yeah. So Kavanuskas has hurt him. Debated, you know, debatably knocked him down. And then at the end of a round, Ortiz has hurt him and sort of got a little get back. But the get back wasn't complete. Because we've gone into the third round now and something similar has happened again in the sense that Cavaluskas has caught Ortiz with a peach of a shot. Mm. And it's looking like Ortiz might be hurt again because Cavaluskas has jumped on him like, he's, like he thinks he's hurt. Yeah. And once again, Ortiz has done the beckoning thing. Let's go. <laughs> you can't believe he's that cop. My, my, said, my said, come, come. My man's clocked Ortiz with a fantastic combination Score Ortiz squaring with your. This is, you I mean, think, Cavaluska. Cab- you mean? So yeah, it's caught Cavaluska straight on the jaw, near the end of the round again. It's and it sent Cavaluska to the canvas. I said, I said, what? I said, wait. I said, what? 
at this point, I'm applauding. Fam, that's what... Because <laughs> it's back and I, forth. <laughs> at this point, I'm thinking, yeah, this fight is insane. This fight is insane. Back and forth action. They both seem to be hurting each other. <laughs> it's like simultaneously, like it's crazy. And then I think from the rest of the rounds, this is when I sort of just took in this Ortiz performance perfectly, right? Because from the rest of the rounds now, obviously he's had, you know, obviously it was still similar in terms of back and forth action. Mm. But to me, I was loving what I was seeing from Ortiz, boxing-wise. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, bro. This is not quite the feeling I had with Ennis when obviously we saw Ennis fight Lippert. You know, this wasn't quite the, wow, I'm in awe of this. Like this performance is amazing. But yeah. it was still... It wasn't as good as that, but it was similar in terms of the, the admiration I had for Ortiz because, brother, I'm seeing him work behind the jab, stiff jab. I'm seeing footwork. I'm seeing head movement. I'm seeing punch natural selection. reflexes. Nat- I'm seeing punch selection that's superb in terms of head, body, head. Mm. Brother, behind the guard stuff, to the side, sh- body shots. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful work from Ortiz. And he was still getting caught. For me, that's credit to Cavaliscus. He's a yeah. damn good boxer. Damn, damn good boxer. As we know, we saw with Crawford, we gave Crawford hell, like we said. His amateur pedigrees are also really, really, like he's got a really storied amateur pedigree. So he's a very good amateur. He's a very, very good boxer. Highly rated. And he was catching him in points, but from the, like, from the, at full round onwards, it wasn't as frequent as we saw in the, you know, the first what, three rounds or whatever. Ortiz was making them fight his fight and he was beating him up kind of in terms of beating him to the punch. The speed was there. The, every shot with Ortiz, bro, the power was, well, I can feel the power. I can feel it for my... <laughs> I felt it last night in terms of this kid is powerful. And just every, a jab alone. Just, just a, a jab, jab alone. jab feels hard because he was hurting him with stiff, just, with just jabs, I swear. And, and bro, like, every shot from with mean intentions. I love that in a fighter. I told you, the other, the other guy I know who does that is like, in a way, for example, where, you know, he throws every single shot yeah. with the intention to get you out of there. That's what Ortiz was doing. And Cavaliuskas had success in some exchanges. He was, he then tried to revert to just countering Ortiz. But Ortiz has quicker reflexes, quicker hand speed, and just more pop to his punches. So the counter game wasn't even working for him. And um, in this case, he's a tricky customer, you know. He sets he is, a lot he of good is. traps, yeah. He, he sets is. a lot of good traps, he's got experience. And... He was trying to trap him in there as well. And yeah, for the most part, I, I thought I thought Ortiz handled them quite quite well. Yeah, um, yeah, he's st- especially from like the fifth round onward, he started to clock on to the, tra- the traps he was trying to set. Um, he weren't letting him get off some of those counter shots and whatnot. I'll tell yeah, you why. So, yeah, yeah, so no, you're good. So, yeah. yeah, go on, yeah, go on. I was, yeah. I was gonna say the main one, the main reasons is. The bloody jab. Yeah. That jab was giving Cavaliscus hell all night. And it, like we said, it was stiff. Real, real tough jab. Yeah. And the reason why the fight was so entertaining is like, neither fight was fighting on the back foot, you know. Yeah. They were, they yeah, were yeah. meeting in the middle, but it yeah. went like that they were just kind of blow for blow. They yeah. were boxing, but they met in the middle. Neither guy was backing off and the fight was fought in the center of the ring. Yeah. And they were both within range. And it was down to footwork. It was down to craftiness to yeah. get off your shots and land your shots. So it was a highly technical fight for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
both guys can bang, and when they did meet to bang in the later rounds, you you know what the outcome is going to be there. Unfortunately, yeah. Obviously, Ortiz is a guy who, before coming into this fight, carries a record of 17 fights, 17 KOs. So he's a powerhouse. He gets guys out of there. That's his MO. That's what he's on, isn't it? So, <clears throat> so yeah, whenever, because they would have frequent exchanges when they're both dipping low and just, just, just launching yeah. shots. And you can just tell just from the power stakes and just the speed as well that Ortiz is getting the better of his exchanges. Even though Cavaluskas is game and he's yeah. swinging like crazy as well, Ortiz is getting the better of it. You're, you're seeing Cavaluskas stagger back a little bit each time kind of thing. And then from- that's, that's why that's why Ortiz, every time when supposedly he, he'd get hurt by um, Cavaluskas, I, he would try, I mean, with, try rushing in. Yeah. He would say, come. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. If this is what you want to do, this is what, this is what I want to do. <laughs> Even the commentators were saying, oh, I would advise against doing this, but Ortiz was just, basically, he was just backing his own speed and power. Yep. So, like, I've got he, the edge here. We can do it like this. So, yeah. If you want to do this? Yeah, we can do it this like, way. You'll lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like when you look at the second round um, where he hurt Ortiz. Yeah. Ortiz still hurt him uh, when they were exchanging. Exactly. Um, Third, third round, round when the knockout. Yep. What well, he hurt him, he said, come, knocked him down. So Bam. Ortiz um, showed strings to his bow where he showed he can box with a yep. jab. Yep. And his favorite, his favorite style of fighting, <laughs> the banging out. The classic Mexican way, he got that patterned. And right. I think it was seventh and eighth round where we saw where that this is where I was thinking to myself, this is wonderful. We've seen him break down me machine completely. Mm. So in the seventh and eighth round. Um, complete, utter sort of, you know, destruction of your opponent from the body attack to the head attack to the jab to the movement to the footwork. Um, obviously, I think in his mind, he... Because he's never he's never gone past the seventh round. Yeah. So, obviously, seventh is done now. Eighth, yeah, it's the eighth round where he's completely broken him down completely. And he's dropped my man four times in the round. Mm. And it was just sustained pressure, picking the correct shots, power shots, wonderful punch selection. Just that eighth round was so masterful, bro. I was so, so impressed. So, so, so impressed. You've got to give him more credit because the punch selection, <laughs> the effective punching. I love effective we, punching. Mm. Now, we, we call Joshua Boatze a killer because yeah. when he gets someone hurt, he gets them out of there. Yeah, yeah. But this was... Systematic Surgical. what he done in that A for he Surgical. was like okay, he dropped him with a body shot. Yeah, and then as soon as he got a body, straight up, to the up. body. It was, a, it was a jab. It was It was a body jab. It was a jab That's to the body. He's putting jab. down in the eighth round. The first lockdown in the eighth was a jab to the body. Yeah, guy got up, beat the card through the same jab straight to the body. Boom, straight away, that. <laughs> hold, hold that one. That's and it. it went upstairs, <laughs> upstairs, downstairs. And no like punch was wasted. Hold that. <laughs> Hold that one. Just a reminder. <laughs> and bow, now, like having look at his guard, doesn't know where to where to be. He doesn't know whether to keep it low, yep. keep it high, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It was effective punching. Um, yeah, the efficiency of the, the and it kept dropping. I, 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 I like to call it effective aggression, but yeah, effective punching as well. Same thing. Yeah. Um, wonderful. Surgical in there and broken fully down. And you could see Cavaluskas' soul just leaving him in terms of his heart. His heart was gone. Because this guy, even like, obviously, earlier rounds, he was so, so game. He was bullish. He was looking to exchange with him. He was trying to control center ring. 
And then in that eighth round, you just see the heart leaving him with each knockdown. Because each knockdown was like this each time. Boom, boom, boom. And yeah. you could just see that, yeah, I, I, I've, had, I've had it. My brain's had it. My body's had it. I'm done here. And um, so he kept he kept getting up, but then he, he, kept he, he just up. looked like there's no, yeah, I can't, what can I do here? <laughs> no conviction. Kept getting up, but there's no conviction. Even the way you're looking at the referee, when the referee's saying, Oh, yeah, are you okay? He's there sort of giving that half-hearted nod kind of thing. No I convic- think it was I think it was I think it was frustration. I think it was just, <laughs> you know when you start like, the hell, what oh, man, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, what can I do? Um Nothing you can I don't do, think man. He was badly is... hurt. I don't even think that he was badly hurt. That he was, no, he wasn't. He, yeah, because he, he, he didn't lose his legs. He yeah, each time he kept getting up quickly, innit? So, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's, it's just he probably power. hurt. The only, like I said, the only time I saw out of the two fighters, the legs go completely was when he hurt Ortiz in the second round. Yeah. Ortiz was staggering all over the place. But yeah, it wasn't. But yeah, a mean machine wasn't really like that during the fight. It was just that pressure and sustained breaking you down. That sort of got to him, I think, in the end. And yeah, man, in the end, I think after that fifth knockdown, he sort of just sat down normally, like sat down, legs out, and the referees then waved it off. And he didn't, there was no protest or nothing. He didn't contest yeah. it. He knew straight, yeah, he knew he was getting mashed up in there. Yeah. It's, it's a shame because it was like two seconds to the, the next round. Yeah, it was, yeah. And he, he would have, he would have made, he would have come out for this. Oh, yeah, 100%. Round, he, he's a warrior. He, yeah, yeah. He would have come out, but, um, I think it would have been more of the same. Yeah. yeah. At that point, Ortiz had fully figured him out and he was he was beating him. At that point, yeah, he was sort of like beating him up in there, I guess, a little bit. But obviously, he was still competitive because he's still really good. But there was no trouble from, you know, maybe from, from, from the fifth round onwards. It was sort of an Ortiz show for me. Yeah. But yeah, man, I can just... Yeah, I can... I, He's really, really good. <laughs> Virgil Ortiz is the real deal, man. He's it's it's not a hype train. He's really just like we said with Ennis. It's not a hype train. He's really, really good, and I love this. This is my favorite performance from him so far. I thought this was even though he probably got hit harder and was in more in trouble in this fight compared to the Hooker fight. This performance for me was way better than the Hooker performance. Way better because I got I got to see we got to see his skill because we remember we said the Hooker performance was weird because. Yeah, he's, we didn't see the, the the footwork and head movement which we're used to seeing from him. Yeah. He brought it back in this fight, and obviously yeah. he had to because Kavi Luskas is, like you said, he's a handful. He's yeah. he's, he's a problem. So, yeah, man, I I definitely love his performance more in this fight yeah. compared to the last. And that's what I was expecting. Remember, I was saying, yeah, he was. You have to, you have to, you have to come out here and you, I, I said Kavi Luskas ain't food, <laughs> not food, but. After that last performance, you need to show us that you've you've learned if you've or you, well, you've like you said, it, essentially, yeah, you you threw down the gauntlet, you threw down a challenge to him, and said that you want to see a better performance against Cavaluskas than Terence Crawford. Yep. Did would you say he would you say he rose that challenge for you? Yes, purely mm-hmm. because <clears throat> I I think when you look at a fight round by round, he was winning most of the rounds. He probably lost. Second, um, maybe the fourth, I think, maybe one other, maybe lost one, one or two rounds in, in that in those eight rounds. Yeah, whereas Crawford was losing three or four, five rounds, <laughs> three, four, but uh, Crawford, Crawford think, was all over the place, bro. Those are in, in his earlier <laughs> rounds, man. He was, I, 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 do, I do think Crawford was underestimated him, Crawford because he stayed in like Southport for ages, that yeah, he refused to change back, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think I think he was 
Yeah, I think that was a lot of it was of Crawford's making. Yeah, his performance. He just yeah, he has an ego. He definitely Crawford. Oh yeah, he has 100%. a chip on his shoulder. Like, yeah. ah, you figured I'm gonna make sure I, I finish you in Southport. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was a better performance. He stopped him earlier. Yeah. And it, like you say, it was a better performance than the hooker fight, which is the most important thing. We've yeah. seen improvements against, another, I want to say, stronger opposition. Um, but yeah, to be fair, you could say that because the hooker's not really... That was, hooker, oh, that was, yeah. that was hooker's first fight at 147. Yeah. So, well, this know. is the natural world we were looking he, at here. Although he's strong. He's, you can see how yeah. stacked he is, like... Cavaluskas is a he, fitting called the mean machine because he's he's a tank in there, and um, yeah, it's all it's odd because like you said, he showed he looked more vulnerable in this fight, but I'm putting that because of the level of the opponent it was and yeah. how good Cavaluskas is, not yeah. because of his own poor performance. I think the performance was great personally. I could give yeah. that performance an A, even though he almost got knocked down or whatever. I was really happy with what I saw in there. And he just he boxed beautifully. And he gave you the perfect combination of being able to box and also being ruthless and being able to take guys out, which is what I love. So, yeah, man, real, real good performance, man. That got me super excited to see him more in action. He's, it's not a hype train with him as well. This, this division, bro, it's crazy. Let's ask the question. Let's yeah, ask the question. I know you're going to ask as well. <laughs> Let's ask the I, question. I know you're going to ask. Go on. Is he ready for Crawford? <laughs> Funny, I've I've even asked a different question actually. Yeah, I know uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that question. Okay, but this is okay, the cool. <laughs> okay, because yeah, obviously, you... obviously, yeah. After the fight, he called out Crawford. He's probably mm-hmm. going to be made mandatory now for Crawford's WBO. Um, boy, ah, oh, this is tough. Uh, thinking about he's so powerful, but um, I, I still think Crawford beats. I think Crawford beats him. He's ready though, in terms of he can fight him now. Yeah, I can't he can say fight that level. Yes, 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 one hundred percent. He could definitely fight that level, one easily. Yeah, at most maybe one more tune-up fight, but he probably they'll probably look to go for it as soon as possible. I, I yeah. have a feeling that making a deal with Crawford with Top Rank is gonna be tough, probably. So I won't be. I'm under no illusions that's gonna be easy because yeah, it probably won't be. Um, but yeah, I think he can fight that level. It's different to Boatsy where we thought to figure out, you know, we're all saying that we don't think he's at that level yet. I think Virgil Ortiz is at that level, 100%. Yeah. In terms of who wins, I'm saying Crawford wins at this point in time, though. Yes. I would say... Crawford is so clever, man. (laughs) Yeah, Crawford has so many... So so many tools. So so skillful. Um, Yeah. When it comes to in-ring game plan... Ring generalship, Crawford's one of the best. Yeah, he could change things up. He he, he fight. He finds a way. Um, his yeah. brain, his boxing brains, is it's mad. It's mad. Yeah. Um, yeah but so. what what a fight! And can Ortiz beat? Yes, he can beat Crawford in terms of is he capable of pulling an upset? He's bro. He hits like a train, <laughs> and well, he's, and he's say, skillful as well. So what I will say, you see how they're saying, oh, okay, Boetsy, uh, one more fight than Bivol. I will say no, no. Yeah. For this one, I believe one yeah. more fight, then Crawford. Yes, yes, yes. I'll be like, cool. Um, because once again, Cavaluskas to Crawford is still is still a jump. Yeah, it is. Um, there's still people that you put, you rank above Cavaluskas and say slightly below Crawford. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, what's it called? Like, who do I say? Um, 
could he beat a Sean Porter? Yeah, um, I was going to say, what, I said, what do you think? Of, yeah. I think, I, I think he can. Yeah. Yeah. I would, think he can. I, would, I would actually back him against Porter, you know? <laughs> yeah. I would, because I would. Port, Port, the way Porter fights, he fights to the level of his position almost. And that could even work, don't forget, work against him. I'm just thinking about how Ortiz was, yeah, when he got yeah. hurt and when Cavaliscus tried bum rushing him and stuff after he got hurt. That's what Porter does from round <laughs> one to 12, anyways. He, yeah. he, he, Bro, Porter mugs you. <laughs> like, yeah. he jumps at you and he tries to destroy you on the inside in a dirty way. And from that mentality, which Ortiz showed me in that fight, in terms of, like, come on, then I can do that. I, yeah. I'll do it better than you because I hit harder than you. Mm. I, I think, like, Crawford could get, like, Porter could get caught jumping in and doing that with a couple of yeah. nasty combinations. And Ortiz hits harder than Porter. He does. We can see that. He hits harder. Yeah. So, yeah. But at the same time, that's, 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 it's, that's the hard, that would be the hardest fight he has. I'm yeah. not saying he, I'm not oh, going to say Virgil Ortiz definitely wins. I can't Porter, say that still. Porter gives everyone a hard night. That. Look, Porter would never not give anyone a hard night's work. Probably the hardest night. He will come out of that fight with cuts and bruises everything because Porter, Porter is a handful. Forever will be a handful. Fighter. Yeah, well, yeah Porter, Porter doesn't just get beaten up. Porter just lose fights. No. Nah. He'll give you help. Hell. <laughs> real, help. real hell. Yeah, he's, he's, so he's long to fight Porter. He's very, very, like, literally, you're not prepared for Porter, you'll lose. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Question for you: Is Cavaliscus better than Lipinets? I'll say yes because he's I, 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 more natural, yeah. natural welterweight. Um, yeah. Lipinets is another one who's crafty as well in there. Yeah. Very crafty, but um, he's not natural well welterweight as such. So mm. yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, around the same level, really. Um, yeah, in terms similar of level, yeah. A, a boxing ability. Which performance was better to you, Ortiz versus B Machine or Lipinets versus Boots? Boots. Yeah, um, Boots was punch perfect. Uh, yeah. didn't give, didn't, didn't <laughs> give Lipinets anything. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah. Defensively, offensively, um, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna build that back after this. <laughs> yeah, what what what? what like, that? Literally, when you say punch perfect, that's a fair description to be honest because he didn't put a foot wrong. Bro, at all. inches, everything was just inch perfect. It was, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna write it back as <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, we went. Um, um, yeah, man, this division, two demons, two two young hungry demons, both of them. Um. You got Chucky and uh, Conor Ben in the mix? <laughs> I want to. Bro, you, you know I'm a big fan of Conor Ben, man. That's that's my guy, for real, man. That guy, that guy's a natural on the mic. <laughs> very entertaining to watch and to listen to, bro. I swear. Bro, guys, rapping on the mic. I've got a legion of angels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God's will will be done. Nah, <laughs> Conor, nah, he's a G, man. He's such a G. Um, <laughs> Oh, I can listen he, to him all day. He, bro, he's great TV. He is great TV. He, like I said, we've said it before. Well, we won't put Ben there, but he's he's not on these man's level yet. Let's be real. He's not on these mm-hmm. man's level yet. But I want to I hope he carries on progressing. I hope he gets there. Um he's the dark horse. The, uh, the only other one that's about in that division is what's his name? Lusinov, who I also yeah. really rate. I want to see more from him, obviously. I don't think I don't think I don't think he's been up. He's still matching, I think, right? Eddie needs yeah. to get him Eddie, Eddie needs to get him out there again because the fights I've watched from him, he's looked so impressive as well. And almost at that Ortiz Ennis level as well. Like he looks very polished. Um, yeah. But yeah, 
those three, and let's add, let's say four, were Ben as well. That division is so healthy, man. Um, and we hope we get the fights that we want. I would like to see that, you know, these look, these guys all go their own different paths and meet at the time when we're maybe at the top. Because mm-hmm. I already know people are already going to be pushing for, oh, yeah. Because the, the titles are sort of held up in their prospective fights, people are going to be start pushing for, oh, yeah, well, Ennis should fight Ortiz, blah, blah. And of course, that'd be a beautiful fight. I would, I would love to see that, but I don't want to see that now. I yeah. would rather see that fight when they're both at the pinnacle. You get me? I want them to take out the old guard first, like the people yes. like the Keith Furman's, Pacquiao's, yeah. you guys. Damn, Firm, damn, Furman first in the list. <laughs> damn, my head's hot. Furman's got to go now. Oh, uh, man said Furman first, you know. He didn't even say Porter or God. He said Furman first. Oh, Furman's head, in that mix gone. of guys who were in between damn. the one. When was the last time we saw? He lost the Pacquiao. You got to go. You got to go. Oh, it's a shame, but yeah. Furman, my nigga, I hate it had to be him. <laughs> Furman was, was the, meant to be the one, but Bro, it's, it's a shame. Damn, after he got those two belts, I said, yes, this is Keith Furman's time. Damn. Hot, people like Virgil Ortiz and Boots, they need to add those names to their resume. Mm. These are the people yeah, they need to mix true. in. There, and, there is an old guard in the walkway division that have been there for time. Porter, I'm sorry, you've been there for time. Um, Furman's one of them as well. Um... Garcia's run, well, Garcia's run to 154, so he's lucky he's run. But he might come back. And if he comes back, he's got to be taken out. Take him out of his glory. Um, yeah, man, these guys have been... Khan, Brooke is still... Khan, Brooke. Get all these guys out of there. Brother, I'm even saying AB. <laughs> <laughs> AB is technically 147 pounders sometimes, isn't it? So, yeah, him too. They can all go, man. They can all go. Yeah, they need to start yeah. calling these names... Um... Jesse Vargas at one forty. Let, let one of these men fight Jesse Vargas as well. Like they can, they can yeah, they can beat him. Yeah, yeah. There's, 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 there's an old guard to be taken out. Still, I agree with you. I don't want to see these men fight with each other just yet. Yeah, I think they need to clear out a few of these names and mm. then go for the Spences and um, Crawford because they're the top two. Yeah. Spencer Crawford are the top two. Um, mm. So yeah, maybe take take out some of the names we just mentioned. Yeah, one or two, and then be like Spence. Yeah, Crawford, come see see me. Yeah, uh, cool. But yeah, at least we can agree that we feel like Ortiz is definitely at that level where he can fight at Crawford. Um, yeah. It's yeah, one fight is fine. One fight, one more tune up fight is perfect for him, and then boom, get him in there if that's possible. And that's yeah, a hell of a tune up. I, I don't <laughs> tune up. You mean another fight? Not tune up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah okay, I mean another yeah, fight. Yeah. And he wants it. We know damn sure Crawford is no ducker. He will. <laughs> Crawford will. In fact, that fight's going to fuel Crawford so much because he's going to be like, oh, this is the guy you think he can take me out, yeah? Cool. Watch, mm. watch me do him so dirty. That's the mentality Crawford's going to have because yeah. his, chip, his chip is huge. <laughs> yeah. The chip on his shoulder is massive. So he's going to look to try and make an embarrassment out of him. So, yeah, man, I can't... If that fight does happen, because we're not get, well, giving up on Spence Crawford, that's never going to happen. So at least... <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's the point? It's not going to happen. So... So we might as well focus on maybe one of these old guards taking these guys out. Mm. So yeah, cool. I mean, sorry, these new guys taking these old guys out. But yeah, yeah, man. Great fight. Great fight to watch. Um, yeah. Listeners, get in tune with Virgil Ortiz Jr. He's the real deal. Because that strap season co-sign. <laughs> and that means a lot, trust me. Um, yeah, there was two other fights over in America that I quickly want to touch upon yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. Let's start with... 
Josh Franco versus no Josh Maloney. No, Josh Franco, yeah, versus Andrew Maloney. Yeah. The trilogy, the first fight, this is the rubber match. This is you remember we talked about the second fight, which ended so controversially. Um basically Maloney was robbed. He jabbed Franco's face off all night. And um and um then the fight got stopped because well they deemed it as a clash of heads, but it wasn't, it was actually from the jabs. Franco that Maloney was landing on Franco's face and they went to the video referee and they ruled it in favor. They did, they ruled it a no contest basically, which was kind of peak because yeah, no contest means the title stays with ch- the champion. Right. So yeah, really hard for Maloney because he, he, his jab work actually did the job, not the head, yeah. not the clash of heads. So yeah, this was the sort of the rematch that was ordered and we all been waiting for. And yeah, man. Sorry for sorry to Andrew Maloney, man. Um, I feel for him. I really do feel for him because Franco's come in and given one of the best performances of his career. Um, and has got it perfectly perfect on the night. Um and yeah, has won the fight fair and square. Um, there's no no complaints here, no controversy here. Franco just put in a really, really good performance and was better on Maloney on the night yesterday. And the, the, the jab, which was such a big weapon for Maloney in, in that second fight, which everyone thought that Franco would have trouble with again, was properly negated by Franco. He was able to negate that jab with his really slick defense, really, really good uh, defensive work, and was able to then just sort of bully Maloney on in the inside and, yeah, and um, sort of like, yeah, take him apart, kind of. So, um, yeah, man, I fought for Maloney because... If you look back to that second fight and you think, you know, that was it. I had him and I've kind of been robbed. Only for yeah. you to prepare again for a couple of months, go for the hard tr- training camp again, eight months training camp or whatever, to have that first fight and you lose. It's gut-wrenching. Um, I feel for him and I don't know if you saw his post-fight interview as well. Real, real gut-wrenching stuff, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I didn't catch the fight, but I saw, I saw the interview. I, I watched the fight back later, yeah. but yeah. Mm. Heartbreaking man. He Heartbreaking interview. He was at, he was in tears. He was pretty much on the verge of tears, saying he's let his family down, let, let everyone down. And obviously the interview was like, you haven't. Let, they're, all, they're all proud of you, etc. He said, you know, eight yeah. months. He hasn't, he hasn't seen his family for eight months. Training so hard for this rematch, and he fell short. And um, so because I think in the sixth round as well, Frank or well, Franco's gone to the canvas. Referee ruled it a slip. Yeah. Um. And obviously, it's actually gone to video with referee, just just double check. And yeah. the referee ruled it in Franco's favour that it was a slip. And obviously, Maloney still feels like it was caused by a punch. And he dropped an interview, you know, oh, yeah, well, the video referee worked for him, but it didn't work for me. It's a shame, right? And I felt that. I thought, damn. Because, <laughs> <laughs> damn. That's, it's, it was it's honest. Hot. It was honest for me. Honest, said, yeah. Yeah. Franco was the better man. Yep. He was apologetic to his family. Yep. Um, it's hard. Boxers are hard sport, man. Bro, from when he dropped the eight months not seeing my family training half this, I, yeah, I said, this is such a tough sport, man. It's such a tough, tough sport. Oh, when you, especially when you, you, you put in that much work, bro, and you don't win. Oh. Two training camps. Two training camps. He's, he's oh. above. Yeah, man. Well, he's, he's put in. For, yeah. For the, for the wrong result both times. Oh. It's tough. Um, I can really yeah, break it, man. Yeah. I rate the, you know, the honesty and I always had to see good sportsmanship and obviously you gave full credit to Franco. There was no excuses here. He just wasn't the better man of the night, which is fair enough. 
Um, and he says he's going to you know, obviously try and use it for motivation to come again. And I hope he does because he's a good boxer, Andrew Maloney. But yeah, man, that's the game. It's, it's, it can be cruel. There can be one winner, in it? So it is what it is. Um, other fight I caught as well. Title fight, bantam, bantamweight title fight between John Rio Casimiro and Guillermo Rigondo. Um, this fight was hilarious, bro. This fight was bloody hilarious because Rigondo is such a troll, man. That's one. He's such a troll. <laughs> you see, Rigondo is probably one of the, the like the finest boxers I've ever seen, yeah. ever in terms of technical skill wise. He's one of the best ever. I swear, to, honestly, one of the best I've ever seen. Unbelievable skills, technically, in terms of hitting and not getting hit. He, he can, he, sometimes he can epitomize the sweet science, as we call it, of hit and not get hit. The defensive yeah. work is nuts. The counter-punching nuts. Obviously, he's one... I think he, him and Lomachenko are considered the two greatest amateur fighters of all time. Yeah. He's a double Olympic gold medalist. Just an unreal boxer. Cuban, obviously, so you know you already know what they're on. Yeah, the, the background looks like <laughs> the Cuban school of boxing is crazy, as we know. It's it's a it's a it's just a conveyor belt of talent, right? But he hasn't necessarily translated the best to the professional ranks and the pay per view or the American ranks because of the fact that he's accused of being too defensive, too negative, um, and just not fun to watch because he he is all about that hit and not get hit style. And then one shot and then... <laughs> and brother, when I tell you this fight, yeah, and the thing is, with Rigondo, there's times when he's actually, you know, been exciting to watch in terms of... that. Mm. Sometimes you get a Rigondo... Depends on which Rigondo you turn to. If you, Sometimes you, you get a Rigondo that thinks, oh, yeah, I don't want to be touched today. And he'll be on his bike the whole fight, as in the back yeah. foot the whole fight, back the whole fight, just throwing single shots. And sometimes he has actually stood and traded before. Yeah. So, and his last two fights, he's actually stood, sent a ring and actually tried to trade and stuff. You know, fairly exciting. So we're they expecting, obviously, Casimiro is known as a power puncher. He's aggressive. So we're thinking, hopefully, we get quite a nice fight. First round happens now. And Casimiro starts like a train, right? And catches yeah. Rigando flush on the head with a couple of barrage of punches. And Rigano goes down, but the ref rules it a slip. It was yeah, it was that wasn't a knockdown. I can't lie. It wasn't, well, yeah, no, it, it, it was punching the it, back of the head, and he was punching yeah. him on the floor. He should yeah, have taken yeah, off yeah. a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it, it was it was basically just he bum rushed him, bare yeah. punches, and obviously Rigano's gloves touch canvas a little bit. Referee, and the referee ruled it a slip. But from after that moment, bro, from that round, after that round, Rigano said, "Cool, I'm not engaging." I kid you not. From round two to round twelve. Rigondo was on just backpedaling the whole fight and just throwing just a single left-hand counter. He's and he was landing it. He was landing it. <laughs> he was landing it in portions. And obviously the crowd was booing constantly. And things with Rigondo, he doesn't care. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The, Ronnie Shields was in his corner, right? Yeah. He was each, each, each round, bro, he was telling him off. He said, what are you doing? You'll give him rounds away. <laughs> He said, "You stop giving these up, like, real Ronnie Shields sounded like he wanted. He hasn't got hair, really, but he sounded like he wanted to tear his hair out, bro. He was so like so frustrated, like he was there saying to Rigondo, look, you're giving too many rounds away now. You start, you know, start throwing, start punching, start trading, blah blah.' Rigondo's there, nodding, nodding, nodding. Same thing. This guy will just backpedal all fight. Will land a one pot shot counter, one one or two pot shot counters per round or whatever. A couple counters for each round. 
and the crowd was booing, the environment was toxic. He doesn't give a damn. And I want to, I'll cuss out both fights because, okay, yes, I'm very appreciative of Rigondo and what he does in terms of the skills. I'm all about skills, as you know. But the difference between him and Mayweather is Mayweather will actually try and engage. Mayweather, oh, yeah. cool. cool. Mayweather will fight on the back foot, but he's not backpedaling constantly in terms of, you know, Mayweather is all about being a counterpuncher and timing right and jabbing, jabbing, mm. you know, he would throw out jabs and whatnot. Rigondo literally, that type, that fight backpedaled the entire fight. Sometimes he was he was literally running, bro, running. <laughs> I saw him backpedaling, <laughs> bro. And he will throw like one or two counter shots, catch him, and then backpedal the worst. You know, like it's so yeah. so negative. Like they 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 say Mayweather was negative and cool. I can agree. Mayweather, you can call him negative if you want. I can see I why you say that. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. I I can see why a casual would say negative, right? But Rigondo is negative. This is negative, negative boxing. And obviously it's an argument to make because I was also, Casemiro was a bum too. Should I tell you why? Because, <laughs> yeah, okay, it was not a bum. He, I saw, I saw no, highlights. He, de- he, deserves, he deserves flack too. Do you know why? Because he was just following Rigondo. You know, we say yeah, he, you can cut, cut the off the off. ring. Cut the, look, cut the ring off. Educate, you know, educate, cut off the ring. That's what good, a good boxer would do. He was just following Rigondo. So it was a cardio workout for him too. Because instead of cutting the rig off, you know, smartly in terms of the angles and stuff, he was literally just following each, each time everywhere he went. And that's why I was annoyed with him too. Because I thought to myself, cool, if he wants to run, let him run. But you have to, as the aggressor, have to be able to cut the ring off smartly. And you're not doing that. You're just following around. He's leading you on a merry dance. And I won't lie. <laughs> it, it was a horrible, horrible watch, horrible fight to watch and stuff. But I'll probably even say, for me, Rigondo won that fight. <laughs> a few people said, said that. Yeah, they, they did a poll and 60% of, the, of, obviously, PBC did a poll and 60% of people f- thought that Rigondo won, you know, on Twitter. But obviously, it's because gone to a split decision and I'm thinking to myself, obviously, it's either you're going to score Rigondo's pot shots every now and again or you're going you're gonna to score Casemiro's aggression because he was obviously the aggressor the whole fight. And in the end, obviously, split decision went away of Casemiro. But... Like I said, Rigondo doesn't care, man. During the fight, like there was a point where I think it was like round ten, Casemiro stopped and started like, said to him, "Yeah, Casemiro was like beckoned to him and said, like, come on, man, let's fight. What are you doing?'" Rigondo stopped too. He's like, "Look at him, like, come then." <laughs> He's such a troll. And like there was a time like where the <laughs> he, he's taught, he, he basically he tries to frustrate you, and he said after the fight, like obviously they questioned. Casemiro's team was super annoyed, blah, blah. His promoter, oh my gosh, he, so funny. Like, they're asking Casemiro the questions, like, oh yeah, what do you think of the fight? Casemiro doesn't speak very good English. So he was like, oh yeah, you know, I tried to, you know, I said to him, don't run, don't run, blah, blah. And he came to run. Casemiro's promoter grabbed the mic <laughs> and said, <laughs> I said, it's fucking atrocious. <laughs> he should be ashamed, he should be ashamed of himself, blah, blah. And like, Jim Gray saying, like, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, Jim Gray said to him, are these the words of Casemiro or the words of you? <laughs> and the guy said, looked at Casemiro and said, no, 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 this is his words too. <laughs> oh, so, bro, so funny. Uh, he, the promoter was livid, like, and Casemiro's promoter was livid because obviously he was there saying that when he, yeah. when he said, when he heard split decision, he was like, he couldn't believe it because to him, he thought to himself, as the aggressor, it should definitely be him winning, but... And as a champion. 
and um, as a champion too. Rigando yeah. R- 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 fought like he was the champion in a way. Like, mm. you, you know, they always say you've got to try and rip the title off the champion. He didn't do yeah. that. And so he was livid. It's a but, shame with Rigando, yeah. man. Bro. Because, uh, he, no, he's so skilled. But, yeah. fam, <laughs> if he gets hit, ta- if he gets tagged, he doesn't want to know. Uh, it's, it's, all, it's different, different. But Emmanuel Augustus, for example, okay, yeah. he's someone who is entertaining to watch. But yeah. frustrating as hell because yeah. obviously remember growing up this the drunken master and whatnot. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. he was he was he was too focused on embarrassing yeah. or yeah. Yeah. showboating. And he would lose to people who was way more skilled than then, way more skilled than yeah. he could he could have had boxed their heads off if he wanted to, but he's too busy doing the drunken master, which is fun to watch, but he would lose a fight because judges can't how do you score that stuff? <laughs> How do you score a, a single pot shot when someone else is being aggressive and walking you down and mm. someone's doing dancing and moving around? So you you enjoy Rigadell's completely different because he doesn't even do all that sh- showboating stuff. He does a bit, but these talented fighters can win a lot of these fights, but they don't do it. Brother, they said to him in the interview, Jim Gray was saying Rigadell landed forty four f- punches the entire fight, right? Forty four. <laughs> And they're there questioning Rigano, saying, you know, why do you, like, do you enjoy, like, why do you fight in this style? Why do you choose to fight this way? <laughs> this guy said, uh, he, they said, you landed 44 punches um, the entire fight. And this guy said, yeah, that's all I needed to, I threw the amount of punches I needed to win. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a great answer. But man said, yeah, I, I, I threw 44 because that's how much punch I, need, I needed to win this fight. <laughs> like, like, he, he, like he doesn't care. Like he's, he's happy to box this way. He said, yeah. oh, you know, you know my, the aim of my game is to frustrate my opponent, which I did. Uh, I landed the better shots. I only needed 44 punches to land to win this fight. So that's why, that's, that's why I landed those punches. I think he totally threw like, Maybe like a hundred or something, but yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I only needed that amount. That's that's the amount. I, that's the amount of punches I needed to win. So obviously, he's there saying that he won the fight and stuff. But like I said, he doesn't he doesn't care. Obviously, the crowd were booing him. He was like, you know, he was sort of like playing up to the crowd. Like he doesn't care. He doesn't care, man. He he always fight. And yeah, it's frustrating because I've seen him fight in a different way. I've yeah. seen him fight in a fight in a more like Floyd sort of way in terms of yes, defensive, but counter punching and you know, good punch selection and being economical of your punches and picking the right shots and whatnot and breaking down your opponent. I've seen him do that. But there are other times when I've seen him like yesterday where he's just so negative and I admit it's hard to watch. Lovely, lovely for the little highlight reel where, you know, he's, he's make, made my guy miss like a barrage of punches and stuff. But, <laughs> but yeah, as a 12-round spectacle, it can be tough to watch. I can, I can, I can understand. So, um, yeah, man. He didn't get the win, and he's forty now as well, Rigan. Though, so I mean, he's a multiple weight world champion. He's got his what the Olympic medals and stuff. So yeah, yeah it is. It is what it is with him. But yeah, it was just a funny fight to watch because Casimiro's camp. Like off afterwards, like you know, obviously the bell goes and after twelve rounds, and you go and sort of like greet the other opponent's corner to say hi to trainers and stuff. The trainers just the trainer. Casimiro's trade corner and we're like, no, no, go away, go away. Like, they were pissed off. They were fuming. <laughs> fuming with it. It was so, so funny, man. So, so funny. But yeah, he, he's going to be hard to book if he carries on fighting that, in that way. So, because, yeah, crowds just won't want to see him. But he don't care. So it is what it is. 
Shout out to Regan though, man. So, so skilled, but boy, he can be hard work sometimes. Um, I think that wraps up all of yesterday's action. Really, really good day for boxing, to be fair. Let's uh, fast forward to next week. There's only, only one fight we can talk about. Um, I think, obviously, yeah. the last the last time we sort of like, briefly touched upon this fight, we were super excited because we thought we was getting Manny Pacquiao versus Errol Spence. And obviously, since then, we've had the unfortunate news that Errol Spence has had to pull out the fight because he tore his eye, he tore his retina, I believe it was, from sparring. And so he's now been replaced by Ugas, who was on the undercard defending his WBA title. But now he will defend it against Pacquiao instead. Um, so first of all, obviously, you want to wish a speedy recovery to Errol Spence. Um, he's been for a lot in his career already, man. Um, and obviously, he's tweeted that he will be back and he's obviously beat something. He's really beat something which is worse than this, which is obviously that car crash, which was insane. But it's just annoying because obviously we, we, we big, obviously we, we rank Spence very highly, one of my favorite fighters, active fighters currently, and obviously we want to see him do well. So yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a shame. I hope he recovers fine from it though. He seems to, he seems to be in good spirits. He's going to be back for the winner. But yeah, we've got Pacquiao Ugas. I was hoping Spence will retire Pacquiao, but now it's it's it's, it's, it's on you, Ugas. <laughs> and unfortunately, I don't think Ugas is going to do it. Good fight, huh? No, I don't, you know. I think Pacquiao's gonna win. Mm. Mm. It's a good fight. It's a, a really no, it's a good U- Ugas is good. Ugas is actually a and really, really good fighter. Um needle there as well, because that's Pacquiao's belt initially, but Pacquiao got made yeah, champion yeah. in recess, so yeah. Ugas got the belt. So Wait, I, it's a good I, I, I think they even stripped Pacquiao, you know, for just inactivity. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, it, was a com- it was a complete stri- yeah, completely yeah, stripped. Yeah, I don't think it was in recess at all. No, it wasn't in recess thing. It. it was stripped because my man got the yeah. belt and just chilled. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's a good fight. Um, it's, it's a good fight. I, yeah, when you put pack, it's hard to ever write off Pacquiao, man. So hard. Well, uh, the last yeah. time I wrote him off was against Furman, and look what happened. Yeah, um, and I rate you guys. Don't get me wrong. I think you guys is actually really strong as well. Good yeah. boxer, Cuban. So you know, technically he's good. But betting against Manny is long, and. Yeah, I, I, I just I can't see past money. I can see you guess doing it, but the problem is I can see him winning and then not getting the decision. You know that that kind of thing. Um, because yeah. we've, we've seen Pacquiao struggle. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen Pacquiao struggle as as much as we've seen him dominate. Yeah, um, we've seen people frustrate him. We've seen him have bad outings. Mm. Um, and Ugas is good. Ugas mm. ain't, ain't a joke. Um, he is good, but is he good enough to be Pacquiao? That's what I'm questioning. Bro. I mean. He was used to who's Jeff Horn, even though it was a robbery. <laughs> how can you say Horn? You, exactly. How can you say Horn and then mention the mention? You know, you know that was a fake fight, bro. Come on, man. Biggest robbery Jeff I've Horn. seen. That's the Jeff, Jeff Horn. Horn. Jeff Horn gave back Pacquiao beaten. Shut up, bro. <laughs> That's the beaten. I mean, he, he gave Pacquiao some trouble, but Pacquiao won that fight. Let's be real. We know Pacquiao won that fight. <laughs> Tim Bradley gave Pacquiao a beating. <laughs> even that first Bradley fight, which they gave to Bradley, even though they gave Bradley, Pacquiao won that as well, you know? <laughs> you know? Pacquiao's been, I can't lie, Pacquiao's been shanked. <laughs> I've just beat him out. He's actually been shanked a couple of times, you know? Because that first Bradley fight, he actually won that as well. Yeah, he did. He did. Brad, Bradley did really, I, I think, I, I tell you what, I, I think I get, because I think no one expected Bradley to do that well, because he, he did do yeah. well. 
and they actually gave him a test. Yeah. Um, off the strength of actually him giving Pacquiao a competitive fight, they thought, have that. <laughs> Jeff Hold one, I don't know what they saw. Bro, that was crazy. <laughs> that was um, crazy. We've seen Marquez put him to sleep. <laughs> and we've uh, also yeah. seen, I mean, we've also seen Marquez lose a couple to him. So, but yeah, Marquez, Marquez got robbed a few times. If we were, <laughs> he got robbed well, a few times, I, I remember you saying that you think Marquez has won them all. <laughs> <laughs> he won the you, majority. You used to tell the me that you, did, you used to tell me that you did that. Marquez is four up against Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> He's won the majority. Some uh, debatable. Nah, there, there was, I think there was one, or two, there was one or two debatables with the Marquez Pacquiao thing. Um, yeah, couple. What? What? No, one, get a couple one, one of them was blatant robbery. One of them was blatant robbery from Marcus. Yes. One, one of them was super close, like either way. Mm. There was a draw. Yeah, I think it was the yeah the draw. Yeah. One, yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I'll, 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 that's another. It was a five fights in the in that. Is it five or four? Yeah. Well, the Pacquiao Marquez Marquez thing. I think. Yeah, Pacquiao Marquez. Let me check how many. I can't remember how many. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. But um, yeah, I'll run, them, I'll run them back, man. Those were great classics, all yeah, of them man. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Uga, Uga's can do it. I think he can do it. He's he's good enough. Um, we've seen him rise to occasions previously. You just never yeah. know with Pacquiao. He, 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 he's, he yeah. If it's the Pacquiao that we saw against Furman, I can't give it to you guys. I can't lie. Um, yeah. If, 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 if it's that Pacquiao. But obviously, yeah, you question because we haven't seen Pacquiao since that firm outing and he looked yeah. good, to be fair. Um, do, do, do you know if there's a... There's, is Vardar involved in this one? Yeah. Vardar? <laughs> He's I lost. You guys have lost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt it. Uh, yeah, Vargas is involved in this one. Vardar's the... Yeah, yeah. I think it's just, it's just four, four fights with, with Marquez four. still. Just four. Yeah, because remember, I think we were shouting for a fifth. We wanted to see a yeah. fifth in it, but yeah, yeah, he's been, he's retired now, Marcus, which is a shame. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm going. I reckon Pacquiao's going to do it again, and that means he's gonna t- he's, he's got the WBA belt. And okay, if if he wins, hopefully he sticks around so for, so Spence can come and take it for him. But yeah, I'm just not sure. I like Ugas. I do think Ugas is good, but I just know if he's Pacquiao level good. But, Please, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let Yeah, fair play to Pacquiao becomes the champion again. If at, four, at, four, at forty-two, bloody crazy, hell, man. man! Crazy, 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 crazy. This, this, it just shakes. It just shakes things up if you guess wins, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Mm. Oh yeah. I, I still think it'll be a good fight. It's a shame that it won't be the, obviously it won't be Spence. He's not Spence, yeah. you know, Ugas, but it's still actually competitive. I don't want people to think that, oh, this is going to be easy for Pac. No, Ugas is actually yeah. really good. And to be fair, he, people will see that he's got a couple of losses in his record, but trust me, he's actually really good. And one of those yeah. losses was for Gazi too. The Porter loss was actually, was actually a robbery. He won that fight. <laughs> he won yeah. that fight against Porter. And yeah, he, that, that, he was robbed against that one. But um, yeah, he is actually really good. He's a lot better than what his record suggests, Ugas. And he's stronger there. He's tough. So um, yeah, it should be competitive. But yeah, man, the pack show. <laughs> yeah. Boy. So yeah. We'll be tuning in regardless. Yeah, well, of course, I'll be there. I'll be there. Definitely tuned in. Um, Pacquiao's a legend. we got to respect him. Even though we're calling him a little bit, you know, he's, he's, he is still one of my favourite fighters of his generation. 
100% that. Pacquiao, in full, in full flow, is one of the most de- devastating offensive fighters I've seen, bro. So devastating. The speed, the power, the footwork is nuts. Yeah, the angles, yeah, the angles, it's nuts. He doesn't stop punk. He stops. Doesn't, yeah, no, he's crazy. Pacquiao is crazy, man. He's nuts. Ah, cool. Let's let's call it a day there. It's been um it's been it's been a good episode, man. We've discussed a lot, man. We unpacked a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Strap season episode 51. Once again, I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And please check us out on all the platforms. Peace.